store You say you won't be long You come back 30 minutes later And you want to know what's wrong I take you out to dinner Everything you do is wrong This is strictly confidentially, baby I think your wig is gone I don't want to be too hasty And things I say and do But if it's not asking too much, baby Please tell me what's wrong with you Somebody told you to be different But they're sure to tell you wrong Cause when you start to sound at me for my gold mama I know your wig is gone ago we've been kind of um, biding our time to put together this this new episode uh, one of very few in the past year and a half uh, because of the proliferation of the delta virus how you doing i'm doing well all right because i've just come back from non-covid land nobody has covid there uh well i think i think there was maybe one case and uh, uh, Denmark is completely wide open, um, so you know it's all it's all good. Chip, for those of you who don't know, which pretty much is about a hundred percent, unless all twelve of you, <laughs> uh, unless it's Chip's <laughs> wife who who probably listens to this. Uh, Chip and his family went to Greenland. We did. My goodness. Yes. Yeah. What Spent a- time with the ice crazy yeah a whole nother world truly but but in the meantime in the meantime uh we i you know i've been uh just 
packing away in here, listening to music and gathering more and more and more. I got to tell you, I, this is we're we haven't talked in a while. We haven't done a show in a while. I have gotten just gone crazy over at Easy Street with the <laughs> record store within a block of my house, and they have these. They put out bins of old LPs out in front of the store. They're yeah, five bucks a piece or three for ten. And you know what? You just can't help yourself. I cannot. But they, they are... It's like there's a there's a sign there. Guy, Welcome, come. Guy Beckett. Guy, come over here and look <laughs> through these. These are good. I've I've found... Like, a, you, you should be on a one-on-one basis with the buyer there. Yeah. I, last night, in fact, I got nine more. I mean, it's just a, a pretty much an everyday thing I go over and look at. Because they put stuff out every day. And then at the end of the week, they, they give it to what's not sold. They give it to a charity. Huh. And then they fill it up again. I don't... And this guy must have been, like, accumulating collections that have people have been selling to him for like a year and a half and not getting any outlet for it right so i'm his outlet now okay <laughs> and aren't you happy yeah i'm having a great time it's getting a little crowded in here though <laughs> yes uh, yeah well More so, piles all around us so the record show i think was it was later this year because of the outbreak and then there was a short period a window if you will where people were vaccinated and feeling good. Right. And everybody thought that, that we were well on our way to recovery. And so they re, they scheduled the record show later than normal. It's normally in March of every year. And this year, I, I think it was like in August, early August. And uh, I went and we, Heather went. She didn't go to the record show, but she went. And we, we had a good time. We stayed overnight with a friend over there. And then I spent some some time at the record show not as much as normal uh, i didn't come home with any 45s this year and i kind of focused, had to limit yourself I, I focused on on good jazz i am still kicking myself because i passed up the john coltrane bootleg guy wouldn't take 20 for it he wanted 30 i that 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 ten dollars was just the bridge too far uh, but then you know he said no and then it's and i said i'll give you 20 for it and then he turned around and sold it to a buddy of his you know it's like I'll, I'll i'll give you 30 uh too late i just sold it <laughs> so to we a buddy sounds like an inside job oh uh, yeah i think that they're all they, they they do the record show circuit you know those vendors <laughs> no i wouldn't know but okay <laughs> i'll trust you on that so we started we started our third annual record the port townsend record show yeah, who show. was that that was a great opening number t-bone walker on 78 the original T-Bone Walker. The original, uh, the only T-Bone Walker. The one, the only, oh. the original. Okay, but T-Bone Burnett must okay, have that's taken the T-Bone. <laughs> the di- different T-Bone. I'm certainly a different <laughs> T-Bone. But I mean, you know, it wasn't the Walker that was the endearing part of that name. It was T-Bone. T-Bone. <clears throat> T-Bone Walker. Blues, blues maven. Electric blues. Electric guitarist. But anyway, so that was that was uh, a good a good start. Uh, seventy eight. I picked up a few seventy eights, so we've got the the shellac covered for this show. Excellent. Uh, you remember Emmett Rhodes? I do. Yeah, I, I, and I actually it turned out I had this record, but I didn't. I, I couldn't say for sure when I was there in the heat of the moment, and so I snagged what turns out to be a duplicate of uh, an Emmett Rhodes record that I already and have. We've already played a cutoff. Nope. No, we have not played a cutoff this LP. Oh, you have more than one Emmett Rhodes. Yeah, yeah, even yeah. with not counting duplicates. Yeah, 
Yeah, so let's let's uh, let's segue into some uh, Emmett Rose. My mother fed me from a baby bar. My father said that ain't no son of mine. My brother died before he had a chance to live. But since I met you, girl, I've been messing all the time. When it gets late at night and time for bed, I never close my eyes to you, my friend. But when it gets morning,
got out and I'm signing your money. Are oh, you fanning for it, but darling, you remind me. From your feet to your knees, you knock me, baby, you remind me. I got you covered, but baby, you remind me. Same the days of old, when the nights of old, there was fires and water in its door. I'll just see that couldn't be me. I'll have to talk about your games and your big fat hands. Love you, baby, I love you so, but you are mine. Are oh, you fat and forty, but Lordy, you are my Russell Prokop, Prokop, Prokop or Cope, I don't know, alto, alto sax, uh, Harry Carney on Barry. That's baritone for all you... Uh... Barry sax, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Red Calendar was on bass. The other guys are a bunch of just, you know, interchangeable parts, but those guys are pretty good. And Al Hibbler was, for a while, the Duke Ellington vocalist. Um he he had a tendency to to you know kind of get 
<laughs> Sorry, I'm getting distracted by the pod dog. Uh, he's snoring, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Al Hibbler, he kind of had a tendency to get a little bit um, overdramatic in his emoting, you know. But this is uh, this is a little earlier than, than a lot of his stuff, and it's got a nice uh, kind of rhythm and blues beat to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 78, I'd say probably, you know, early, you know, 43. Anyway, that was a nice pickup, and that was a good, good one to listen to. Uh, what was in the middle there? Something. Yeah, I, I guess uh, we're out of practice uh, again. We need beat jazz, probably from the late seventies. I'm guessing. Yeah, I'd say that's probably about seventy-seven. Uh, we had we we did Emmett Rhodes. Uh, we started that group off. What do you think of that Emmett Rhodes? Not as poppy as the stuff I played before. No, but uh, again, I'm kind of astonished that like this guy didn't get enough radio play. You know. Yeah, he's got a really got he's got a McCartney esque feel to him, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was the Crusaders doing Chain Reaction that you were referring to that funky jazz. Uh, yes, I had yeah. some Crusaders albums when, when I was in high school. Did you? And you don't have them anymore? No, we've maybe we haven't had this discussion. I uh, I before before we met, I uh, offloaded a large part of my collection. Oh, that's interesting, because you still have quite a few. I still have quite a few, yes, sir. Yeah, I mean, nothing like what I got. But... <laughs> no, no. No, I've, I, I think I've got like 12 different Crusaders albums up there on that shelf. I mean, you know. Well, they're a great band. Great band. Yeah. And then uh, then, um, then we ended up with Al Hibbler. Uh, we only did three. I think I, we, we have been doing Grand Slams for the last couple of years. I think I'm going to shorten it up to doing three and then talk i kind of like talking it's like uh fun to do and i don't know maybe people don't want to hear that much talking what do you think we were doing it's been so long but i really think our our standard process was three four 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 okay (laughs) yeah yeah all right yeah yeah well okay so there's this this so uh, let's do some some more uh, i'm gonna do some more we're gonna we're gonna i like i said i was heavy on the jazz this time uh and and i don't know how people will normally react to jazz but i think maybe we're gonna like um start sliding more jazz in to see if people i don't know i mean you know the 10 of them that listen so uh maybe we'll get 15 maybe we'll go down to five who knows but i'm not gonna do jazz right now i'm gonna do a a song by a guy named herman brood his band was called herman brood and his wild romance he was overtly a heroin junkie. I mean, that was part of his that was per- part of his shtick. Part of his persona. Uh, he was, uh, I think, he was from the Netherlands, and he was kind of had a little thing going for a couple of years, and then he just he killed himself ultimately. But um, well, that's unfortunate. Yeah, but but this was at when he was at the the peak of his not so great um, fame. All right, let's hear it. <laughs> Do 
studio guys he was one of those uh uh those georgia guys what was the uh there was like you know that whole recording thing down in georgia and he was part of that for a while i guess i'm unaware <sighs> there was a documentary about it a couple of year, couple of years ago it was um who else was down there i mean we're not talking allman brothers or no it was it was in the 70s i you know right off the top of my head okay but that was cool it was cool i had herman brood yeah herman brood that was dude cool. really grooves yeah that saturday night yeah herman brood and his wild romance and that was a kind of had a that's a good driving song now you, so now so you're at the record show show yeah no just the record show excuse me yeah and you see herman brood yeah. and you recognize that name no oh no you just decide this looks good. It was cheap. It was cheap. It looks good. I'm gonna give it a, a, a spin. Yeah, that's kind of what I do. You know, right. I mean, that's I'm always on the lookout for. In fact, we should do that. I mean, all the crazy cutouts that I've purchased over at Easy Street. You know, just play a bunch of things nobody's ever heard of, and there's <laughs> there's like, it's amazing how it's our contribution to the digital music sphere. Well, <laughs> because like, this will never ever be on Spotify unless. We digitize it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, Herman Brood might be. I mean, that was 70s, so late 70s. So it, it was kind of popular. Hmm. Billy Joe Royal. I never heard of the guy. Yeah, well, yeah. In between Herman Brood and Billy Joe Royal, we did 
Gato Barbieri. You thought it was yeah, that we had like ruined the entire mood. You and I have a different philosophy about this issue. <laughs> about you know like the the party the mixtape you know exactly keep the keep the 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 people pumping and dancing and and I kind of like this whole break seven, it up break like, it up I like the early seventies take the left turn the late sixties and early seventies FM uh, vibe you know where it's it's just free radio you play what you want to play and there's no sense or organization or rationale about anything you just play what you play I like that. All right. Yeah, so that was Gato Barbieri. Well, we'll see when the five of our fans write in and say, like, you know, we were just grooving to that human brood, and then came this atonal junk that didn't get going for another three minutes. But by the time it was <laughs> over, man, that thing was... Once it got going, it was pumping, great. Yeah, pumping, yeah, 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 yeah. So then yeah. we went into, I mean, like, we went from Gato to Billy Joe, and it was like, we were on the dance floor. That's you know, true. Raising our hands up above our heads like yeah. Cher. All right. Well, let's not give it away. Cher? No, wait, we, don't we, we don't want people to know. We don't want people to know that we're dancing around the office here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's uh, that's another three, so we should uh, resume our thing. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Should we give any type of preview? I don't really know what I'm playing yet. Ah. <laughs> okay <laughs> then. Just... It's a surprise. Yeah. yeah. You say you don't need nobody You claim you've always made it On your own You got no inclination To make communication With the cold gray world of stone You're so alone You got your pride but you won't defeat it Even though you can like every A picture of Bob Dylan on the wall The four walls that surround you Have been your consolation For a long, long time You think you've found the answer In solemn isolation Cause it makes you feel so fine what a crime You got your pride and your hide behind it Too proud to forgive You don't want love but you got to find it If you wanna
line on the right someday. There's a big fat cat living down the way. He talked about your folks in a heck of a way. A lot of other things I'm afraid to say. The line jumps up all full of rage like a Harlem cat that's blow his gate. The elephant under the tree says, now big boy, is you or me? The elephant looks him from the corner of his eyes, better find someone to bite your side. The lion jumps up and makes a fancy pass, but the elephant knocks him over in the grass. He fought all night and he fought all day, I don't know how the lion, well, he got away. He come back to the jungle more dead than alive, and that's when the monkey really started his jive. You call yourself. The Jungle King, you call yourself the Jungle King, you call yourself the Jungle King, I found out you ain't a doggone thing.
sound in my mic no i don't yeah, know yeah just a little okay uh maybe it was my throat i don't know anyway he he is a revivalist it's kind of that uh 20s jelly roll morton type of thing oh yes uh, this was one that i took a flyer on complete flyer it was on a cheap a cheap uh pile you know here three bucks a piece or two bucks a piece and it looked interesting to me hey it's a pretty cool album yeah I it's enjoyed it. it's uh we're gonna play a cut from him off uh on the um a cut from this album on the uh the Halloween show, oh, which you, I said that we had probably not enough music to put together a Halloween show this year. But you were wrong. Well, you told me I was wrong, and so I've I've been, you know, doubling down efforts to find things. But we will. We'll do it. We'll do a Halloween show. Anyway, we started that all off with um, the original cast, and, and that was like something that, it was almost like the Partridge family, wasn't it? You don't think... One Tin Soldier was a yeah. was a Hollywood, uh, not a I'm sorry, was a uh, Broadway play, wasn't it? I don't know, but they did sing the theme song to One Tin Soldier. Yeah, I think it was their it big was hit. The original cast of the play. Well, the name of the song, the name <laughs> of the group is the original cast. C A S T E. It's kind of a little play on words. Ah. Yeah. So anyway, that song. If you guys were listening, it had a little bit of a weird little reference. It's why I played it, because it's a little fun. Uh, a Picture of Bob Dylan was the name of that song that sounded like something the Cowsills might have sung in the early 70s. I thought it sounded like it was written by Carole King. Uh, you know, I, I got I could catch that, yeah. Yeah, it had that, that generic... It had that Carole King feel to me. Just kind of a generic, you know, uplifting, blah, 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 da, 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 kind of thing, you know. And then we segued from that into a band we've played before on the podcast. Years, a couple years ago, we played something by the Big Three Trio. And you'll recall that the Big Three Trio was the first band of Willie Dixon. And Willie Dixon was singing Signifying Monkey, and he wrote it, too. And that was a 78. You can probably tell from the... I liked that, too. It was a fun one, yeah. yeah. And then we ended up You're with another fun... The Jungle. Yeah, right, the Jungle song, yeah. And we, I, So we're not going to be able to use that on the podcast uh, show about um, songs about animals. Well, we'll think of something else. Well, I'm sure there's records in here that we can... Because there's Puff the Magic Dragon. Is that a real animal? No. Does it matter? No. <laughs> uh, and then we finish off with Bob Brosman. And we're already at uh, number 10. Fantastic. I'm, I'm, and the beat goes on. I, yeah. Drives that rhythm to our brains. I like that Bob Brosman album. It's a good one. He's, yeah. uh, I think he's dead now. but That's unfortunate. Yeah, he, he died fairly young. I looked him up. Uh, he's, he was like kind of some sort of prodigy on all sorts of music instruments and and he played a lot of them on here. Do you know that? From? I don't know where he's from. Oh, because it just sounded very New Orleans to me. I I don't I think no. I All right. George Winston actually played uh, piano on that song. <laughs> you know the 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 
the sleep-inducing pianist George Winston. <laughs> sleep-inducing. <laughs> yeah, you know who I'm talking about, right? I, I know the name. I'm not uh, he had that album probably in the early 80s called Winter. And it just is like this mood music for Christmas time. And it puts you to sleep. Pretty much. Okay. <laughs> Winter. Okay. Wow. Should we continue on with our game? I think we should. Let's do it. Somebody have got to go. You said I was your friend, boy. A friend you really did like. But every time I leave home, you fight me in the back. That's why I don't want you hanging around my home no more. Yeah, that's why I'm telling you, buddy. Somebody sure has got to go. was never done That's why I don't want you Hanging around my home no more Yeah, that's why I'm telling you, buddy Somebody's sure have got to go Everybody's looking 
Thank <laughs> you. 
right. Well, you were right. We played more than three before we broke for an interlude. That was one of the greatest jazz bands of all time. That was Miles Dave, the Miles Davis Sextet. Sextet. It had Miles Davis, of course, John Coltrane, Cannibal Adderley, Bill Evans, Paul Chambers, and Jimmy Cobb on drums. Ooh. So you didn't, you weren't particularly liking the the Coltrane. There was just a section in there where he was just fluttering all the mm-hmm. time, and I, I just like no, I I, I like you know a, a little flutter, but more notes. So that was in 1958. Anyway. So it was before he'd actually found his voice all the way. You know, he had a an incredible run from about 1961, maybe 6061 to 66, I think, is when he died. And that was when he did a Love Supreme. He was just still finding his way. He was, you know, pretty impressive at that point in 58, but nothing like he became later. This was um, one of the new brand new records I picked up. It's a brand new release. A uh, new release. A brand new release oh. and it was a found reel-to-reel tape that uh, it was like a, a promo party for a record company huh. and they had Miles Davis's group play as the entertainment. That's why one of the mics you could hear right, the mic hear was the a little chit-chatting. Yeah, yeah. That, so that was cool. That was um, a, a song called If I Were a Bell. And the reason I played that particular song because it was the shortest song in the uh, <coughs> which is still over eight minutes. We, we started that off with um, uh, Cootie Williams. Uh, he had uh, he was also another jazz trumpet player who ended up playing years and years with Duke Ellington. But for a time in the '40s, he tried to lead his own band, and his own it, it was kind of had a little bit of an R&B bent to it, as you could tell. Eddie Cleanhead Vincent, who spent some time with the Count Basie Orchestra as a tenor sax player, was the uh, the vocalist on that song. We Then the next two songs, the next two cuts, were uh, a good illustration of me grabbing a record that I had no idea what it was. Um, <laughs> 30 Days Out was this the next group. I mean, and it's like, it's generic. 30 Days Out was the name of the band. And the song was Everybody's Looking for Someone. And I can't even tell you who that sounded like. Maybe maybe a little bit like Pablo Cruz a little bit. Maybe, yeah. And then the next one was this band called King Henry. And oh, the song King was Harry. King Henry. Okay. Never heard of them. Kind of had a, a prog sound to them. And, and this song was called Dressed Up to Kill. And I, I heard a lot of Super Tramp in that. From Crime yeah, of the I Century. It started very Bowie-ish. Yeah, but, but then it's but you're by, right. It ended Super Tramp. Yeah, it, the Crime of the Century kind of yeah, yeah. Super Tramp. And then we ended up with the Miles Davis Sextet. So this is crazy. We've we've already at like we've already completed 14 songs. So I think we're gonna do maybe do three more songs and we'll we'll say you know call it a wrap. Call it a wrap. But again, For of course, is third as annual Port Townsend record show show. show. But as, of course, is the norm, there's so many records that I thought that would be fun to play that we haven't played. Well, you know, that's what happens when you pull random ones. Yeah, but it's <laughs> it's fun to pull the random ones. Yeah, it's you true. Know, it's, like, it's true. It's like, you know, it's like treasure hunting, really. Right. Yeah, no one would have uh, you know, heard King Henry 
I don't think anybody ever has. No. No, I mean maybe a handful of people. <laughs> I mean, they're on the internet. If you look hard, you can find them. Okay. If you go to YouTube and type in King Henry, then then that's the best place to find a lot of information about some of these no-name groups. All right. Let's let's uh. Do we need to talk about anything else? I don't think we do. I think we could uh, move it on. Say, uh, thanks for hanging in there with us. We're sorry we uh. Well, let, haven't let's been let's as diligent as as getting our shows out as quickly as we thought. Uh, want well, to, but yeah, you know, yeah. the Halloween show's coming up, so it won't be too long. I, I think we have a good excuse. I mean, you know, <laughs> we, we, no excuses. The, 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 the virus is still a little bit of a scary thing. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Alright, so let's, I'm not gonna, I'm not ready to just call it like a goodbye right now. So we're gonna do two songs. Well, that's because you're not sure what you're gonna play, so we're gonna, no, well, we're gonna play back. three, we're gonna play three cuts. We're going to do two songs that are unknown at this time, and then we're going to say, hey, see you later, and then we'll play one more song, and then we'll, at that time, for real, cut it off. Okay. That sound like sounds a like a plan. plan. Sounds like a plan. Here's yours. Thank you very much. We're drinking That's ciders tonight. Okay, here we go. Next up on the board, liftoff. Thank you, Queen Heather. Heather, the... the, the Incredible Heather has been filling our glasses with cider as we play. This I am gonna. I am excited actually to play this. This is a, a the the Pete Seeger original Talking Union LP, and it's, I mean it's famous in it as far as political, political songs go. And the uh, the oh, album. Oh, so he's talking union like labor union. Yeah. Yeah, not, yeah. Not union like Civil War Union. No, 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 no. <laughs> so we are gonna play. He, th- this album was a compilation of two ten-inch LPs. One of the LPs was a Pete Seeger album. The other LP was this LP by the group called the Almanac Singers, who actually did the the, the which side are you on? You remember that? You ever heard of that song? Which yes. side are you on? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, the Almanac Singers. Didn't know that. Okay. No. But I'm going to play... But I noticed on your album cover that it's Pete Seeger and somebody. Like Chorus? Chorus. And Chorus. Chorus. Okay. So we're going to play We Shall Not Be Moved. Uh, cut one, side one of the Pete Seeger Talking Talk Union, Union album. with the Almanac Singers and another, another Union song. Very good. All right. We shall not, we shall not be moved. We shall not, we shall not be moved just like a tree.
I mean, he had, you know, a nice slide. Well, okay, so it's clearly a blues player. And yeah. Then, and then it's on the Tacoma, Tacoma with a K album. Uh, what's Tacoma with a K? It's, it's just, it's like, who fabulous. stole Tacoma? It's Fabulous Thunderbird's original uh, label. Oh, really? Yeah, so I knew it had that, it would have had some, John Fahey played, right. did a lot of records on Tacoma. Okay. So I knew it had kind of that rounder records kind of vibe to it, you know, or yeah, that yeah. ethos. So I, I took a chance, and of course it's it's good, and it was cheap. So you know that's well done. What well I'm done. all about. It's like the grab bag of music. All right. Well, we've come to our finale. We have, and I don't know exactly what it is we're playing. Well, it's going to be hard to tell our viewers. Well, not viewers, our listeners. Well, we're going to play something from the Chico Hamilton Quintet Quintet album. The album is called Passing Through. And Charles Lloyd and Gabar, Gabor Zabo were part of the Chico Hamilton Quintet at the time. A um, couple other guys I'd never heard of, but uh, this is that they were a um, kind of a progressive jazz group in the late '50s, early '60s. This particular set of uh, songs was recorded in 1962. And I haven't really decided which of these songs we're going to play yet, So, uh, but it's going to be Chico Hamilton, who is a drummer, by the way. Will, are there lyrics? No, no lyrics. Okay, so there's no even way for our listeners to know what, what song this is. Unless they go to the playlist on the website. There you go. And there it is. That's why. That's why you, That's why you go to the website. The exactly. <laughs> and, and not only to, to look at the playlist, to but actually to actually play the show. To play 24-7 all of our shows from the very beginning through the very, very rocky road at the beginning to the, wow, just a thoroughfare here. There's some great gems in there. I'm, I'm proud of our work. Yeah, it's fun. It's uh, definitely... A off the beaten path type of thing, but you know, I mean, if you're looking for stuff that you don't <laughs> never hear, don't normally else. hear on the <laughs> AM radio or any radio at all, for that matter. But just remember that '60s and early '70s FM feel. Just just play what you want. There you go. That's what we do here. All right, let's hear one from Chico Hamilton Quintet. Yes. Say goodbye. Oh, are we still on the uh, are we still on the mic right now? We sure are. Oh, goodbye. <laughs> That's Guy. I'm Chip. And thank you for tuning in to Shellac, Shellac and, Vinyl. and Vinyl. We we will be back sooner next time. <laughs>